The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What is going on guys? Welcome back to a brand new video or video interview here on Fightful Overbooked. We are here today with Mr. Leighton Buzzard. Uh, how are you doing today, man? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. No bother just at all, no bother just at all. Um, so we're gonna get straight into it. Obviously, uh you you made your return to OTT recently at the local rumble. You had an absolutely incredible performance in it. You were only second to Jay in time spent. You tied uh, most eliminations with Joe. And uh, I'm just curious, uh, how do you think OTT did? It was the first time they'd ever really gone for a Rumble scenario. And uh, I'm just wondering what you thought of it in general and all that. Man, it was such a good night for me. Like, when I was in Japan, I went over that scenario so many times in my head. Um, you know, obviously, I had the time of my life out there. But at the same time, like last year, everything in OTT was going so well for me. At the same time, I couldn't wait to be back. Um, and when I heard that they were announcing the Rumble, um, like the first time they ran a rumble as well. I just knew like this would be perfect. Uh, you know, for me coming back from Japan, um, a big surprise spot in the rumble, like this is going to be perfect. So as soon as I saw that, I started to be the Joe. I said, let's, some, let's set something up. Let's try and work this out. Um, Cause I think this could be the perfect opportunity for me to come back. And uh, I really think that rumble was something special, um, you know, sold out crowd. It was the first time OTT had ran a rumble. So there was so much unpredictability. The fans didn't know what was going to happen. There were some amazing surprises. Uh, personal favorite for me was seeing Grado back in OTT, man. That was such a good pop as well. Like when Like a Prayer hit, I think people really didn't believe it at first. And then he came out and was like, oh my God, he's back. But yeah, I just thought they had the rumble as well. I thought the whole show was so strong. Some great matches on the show. You know, you know it's going you know to go well. But I just thought it was, uh, yeah, it couldn't have gone any better here. You never know. But I definitely think that um, everyone behind the scenes at the show, and it was a really special one to be a part of. So so for me, it was it was the perfect time. Like, you know, we're gonna, people going to remember me. If people forgot about me. There's all these thoughts. Um, it meant so much to me to get that reaction from the fans. And, yeah, not to just be in. Um, I got to tie eliminations with the big man himself, Joker Bray. Uh, in the ring some old enemies uh maybe made some new ones as well but uh yeah it was for me it was a, it was a perfect night it was a great night for ott and i'm so happy that i got to be a part of it and uh so happy that el capitan's back um so you do have um a lot of plans going forward uh you do have sheriff street at the weekend which is it's a, it's a very fun match you've got alex grayson coming up he's he's had a bit of a mouth on him now on social media when i uh, when i did announce this interview he did have something to say about that but uh just in general what are your thoughts going into that match um obviously the landscape in ott has changed a lot since i've been gone you know even uh, a lot of people trying to make a name for themselves in ott but i'm not going to let people make a name for themselves at the expense of me so uh me and uh, Tip in the Rumble match. Uh, I ended up eliminating him and uh, outside. Uh, apparently, he wasn't too happy about that. Uh, he made a video about it. With them making a video like that and doing a promo like that and investing in yourself is exactly the way to do it. Um, and it made me invested in the match. As soon as I saw that, I was excited. I thought, okay, this guy's a serious competitor. 
you know, he's, he's not coming to play. Uh, match back. Um, I'm coming to show everyone in OTT that this is a different El Capitan beast. Uh, like the, the, the wrestler that you guys knew from, from last year, uh, uh, I'm afraid it's not going to be the camera that I'm smashing this time. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if he can back it up in the ring because it was a hell of a promo. Uh, and he's earned my respect from that. But now it's time to see if he can back it up in the ring as well because he's stepping in. Uh, so obviously Alex Grayson is one of the future stars in OTT. He's got a lot going on for him. He's really showing people what he can do now. But another one who did mention in a recent interview I did do with him was Jay. And uh, obviously you haven't really had you you were both the Iron Men in that match. And he does say he does hope you do stick around long enough that you can lock up in an OTT ring. And I'm just wondering what you think of that. And does that match interest you, especially with him challenging for the OTT World Title very soon? Yeah. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Like you said, me and Jamie went the longest in that match. Um, I feel like our, our, our career paths are, uh, are definitely on a similar route. Like I see, I see a lot of myself in Jay, um, and like I see, I look at myself a year ago, and I see myself, and I feel like I was in that position that Jay is in now, where he's just hitting stride after stride, um, and he's just getting stronger and stronger every week with every show, and he's going out there. He's getting these big matches now. You know, obviously wrestled Kenta. Um, you're not getting much bigger than that. So I definitely, I see, I see a lot of myself in Jay, um, not just the looks as well, you know. Um, but I think for sure we've we've never faced off an OTT. Um, that was like the first interaction we've ever even had in an OTT ring. And personally, I think that that match uh, definitely down the line is a match that a lot of people are going to be interested in. Um, you know, I think anyone that's an OTT fan is going to want to see El Capitan, Leighton Buzzard and Jay face off uh, for the first time in an OTT ring. Um, like I said, our, our careers, they've been following similar paths. Um, he's one of the most driven people I know. Um, he's a friend. He's someone that I respect a lot. Um, and he's someone that I'd love to get there in the ring with. And I think it's not just something that me and him uh, would love to do, uh, but I think it's something the fans would love to see as well. Um, I think, yeah, if, if you're a fan of OTT wrestling, that's definitely a match uh, that you're going to want to see. And definitely in the position we're in now, you know, I'm just back from Japan. I'm a completely different animal. Jay's been absolutely smashing it whilst I've been over there, like I said, wrestling guys like Kenta. So, you know, this it would have been cool to see this match six months ago before I went, but I think it'd be even cooler to see it now because we're both just on a different level right now uh, to what we were last year. So I think this match, 100%, is, is a no-brainer that this match is going to happen in OTT. I don't know when, I don't know where, but I think it's an absolute no-brainer that this is a, a big money match to be had in OTT. Uh, and I think when it happens, a lot of eyes are going to be on it and we're going to turn a lot of heads. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, just uh, just let's change gears a little here. You do have a fairly unique nickname in the world of professional wrestling, Mr. El Capitan here. And I just wanted to know a little bit about the origin about that nickname and uh, how it came to be and so on. Yes, absolutely. So uh, if you don't know, I'm from a town called, uh, well, a city called Bristol in England. Um, uh, Bristol is a pirate city. Uh, back in the day, uh, Bristol was a pirate town because um, it's a harbour city. And uh, in, like lots of books start off there. The book Treasure Island starts off in Bristol. Um, you know, the uh, the Bristol Rovers football team used to have a, a different name, but the nickname is the Pirates. Um, and uh, a few years ago, I, st I started incorporating that into my uh, into my entrance and I come out and call myself the captain. Um, and I liked I liked the captain, you know, but here's the thing. I've always had a bit of a flair for the uh, flair for the dramatic and uh, something about El Capitan just sounded a bit better to me, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when I, when, I, when I heard El Capitan, I can't remember where I heard it, but I thought, you know what? I feel like El Capitan just suited me a bit better than the captain. Uh, but, yeah, the origins of it are 
um, just represented my city, you know. I feel like, um, yeah, obviously Bristol being a pirate town, uh, and I see a lot of that myself. You know, I've travelled all across this world. You know, I don't just wrestle in the UK. Um, I've travelled all across this world. I've, I've, I've wrestled everywhere there is to wrestle. Stealing shows across the world. Um, so, yeah, that was where the uh, the captain nickname came from. The El Capitan nickname came from, is from uh, my hometown of Bristol, somewhere I'll never forget. Uh, and, and, yeah, that's the... Uh, the El Capitan comes from Bristol. El Capitan travels the world and steals shows all over the world. But yeah, the, the specific El Capitan one was just coincidence. I heard it and I thought, you know what? I feel like that suits me better than the captain. So ever since then, I stuck with El Capitan. Yeah, it's it's definitely a unique nickname. And uh, um, obviously, you, were, you, you have just returned from Japan, as you said. You've been over there for quite a while i'm just curious uh how how you got on uh with the culture with learning the language if you learned much of it at all obviously being there so long i imagine you picked up quite a bit um just general feeling and would you recommend it to any like budden star in the uk and ireland to kind of just take that time and go to japan and just learn a whole different aspect of the game yeah absolutely it's, it's a different world over there uh, it definitely took some getting used to just because it's it's just such a different country from what we know over here. Um, just everything's so different. Their, their way of life, how the country's ran, you know, their morals, their values. It is a completely different country. Uh, but I, I fell in love with it straight away. Um, and as soon as I moved over there, you know, within a couple of weeks, I felt like I was home. I felt like this is where I was meant to be. Um, yeah, I picked up bits and bobs from the languages, not as much as you think. You know, I probably should have studied more. But luckily, uh, wrestling is kind of like a universal language, um, especially you find with professional wrestlers. Uh, and in Japan, because there's so many foreign wrestlers going over, the, over there all the time, you find pretty much all the Japanese guys speak, uh, speak at least basic English. Um, so, you know, everyone, some speak really good English, some speak a little bit of English, but all the guys speak at least some English, um, you know, so you can, you, can, you, can, you can communicate with everyone and that's not a problem at all. But yeah, I, I learned some bits and bobs, you know, basic stuff ordering food, asking how people are, introducing yourself, uh, just the sort of necessities you need to get by. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's a respect thing as well. You know, if you, if you can show that you put the effort into to go over there and speak in their language as well, not to just, you know, go over there and expect everyone to speak, speak the same language as you. Um, but no, you find like most of the guys over there. Yeah, they all speak English. Um, so it's, it's not a problem. And as I said, wrestling, it's this, this universal language. We all share the same passion um and yeah we we're all on the same page and yeah for in terms of people going over there i couldn't recommend it more uh like for me my goal in wrestling has always been to be the, the best wrestler in the world um you know I, I like second best isn't an option for me like this is this is when i when i chose to be a wrestler i chose to, to dedicate my whole life to this and i chose that someday i'm going to be the greatest wrestler on the planet and i feel like to do that you need to learn every single style you can uh, you need to travel the world. You need to wrestle everywhere you can. You need to put yourself outside your comfort zone. You're not going to become the best wrestler in the world by staying in one place and, and staying in a bubble. And so many people get trapped in that in that bubble of wherever it is they are, you know, wherever they are in the world. People get trapped in this bubble because it's comfortable. Um, but life shouldn't be comfortable. And, uh, you know, good things come through struggle. Um, and if, if you're just staying inside that bubble, that comfort zone, then you, you're only going to get to a certain level. It's a pretty low ceiling and you're never going to go past that. So for me, all my favorite wrestlers and all the guys I look up to, guys like Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, uh, all these people traveled the whole entire world and learned all the styles they could. They wrestled everyone they could. They wrestled for every company they could. And and for me, I feel like these guys are the best wrestlers of all time. Um, so that was that was where I drew inspiration from. 
uh, and that's why I've been traveling. I've been going to I've been going to Japan. I've been going to Canada, America. Hell, I've been going to the Middle East. You know, I've I've anywhere that there's wrestling, I'm going there. Right, Mexico's next on the list. You know, so so I think for for me, yeah, if 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 you're serious about being a professional wrestler, if it's a hobby for you, that's okay. You know, like everyone's in wrestling for different reasons. This is just this is just my experience personally. But if you're serious about being uh, a high level professional wrestler, then I think that it's essential that you go to not just Japan, but everywhere you can. Um, that's how you that's how you get better. That's how you improve. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't recommend it more. If, if, any, if anyone's been thinking about it, if anyone's been sitting on the edge of it, do it. You know, do do everything you can to make it happen. Start messaging people, start contacting people, start asking friends, you know, who've been to Japan. You know, you find most people are pretty happy to help. Um, you know, when I when I was going over there. Um, I was messaging a lot of guys, uh, friends that I had that were in Japan. And like I said, you, you find pretty much everyone is, is, is happy to help, you know, if, if you just ask for it. Um, so, yeah, if, if it's if you're serious about being a professional wrestler, then absolutely. It should be something you, you're looking into. Uh, uh, absolutely. A lot of uh, interesting insight there into that uh, from someone who knows it all too well. Um, one person who... Uh, you didn't get to lock up with while you were in Japan was Mr. Minoru Suzuki, but you did get to did get that match very recently. Just uh, just last week, you did get to face Suzuki in RevPro, and uh, I'm just wondering what that experience was like to to lock up to know that you you've been in Japan, you've wrestled all over Japan, and then to come up against one of one of the most legendary names to ever compete over there, and to do it on home turf as well. Yeah, it was, it was, it was incredible. Um, you know, when I went over to Japan, lots of my thought process was, is that I wanted to come back a more complete wrestler, but also to come back a bigger deal as well. I wanted to be to booked in bigger matches, uh, booked on bigger shows. Um, you know, I wanted to, to show people that this is, this is the type of performer I am, you know, I'm not here to mess around. So, so when I came back, um, and I found out that this is a match I'm going to be getting straight away, it was amazing for me because it was like everything that i'd done in japan right it, it, it worked you know i'd gone away i'd worked on myself i'd done everything i could to to, to become a better wrestler and now i come back and now now i'm reaping the rewards you know i'm, I'm getting these bigger matches you know just th- this last weekend i was in germany wrestling for a, a championship for wxw you know the week before i'm wrestling minoru suzuki so less less than a month after coming back I've already wrestled for OTT, WXW, and Rev Pro. You know, arguably the three biggest companies in Europe, and been booked in in huge matches. Um, so you know, this 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 is the this is how I'm starting off my year. You know, and this is this is what I'm trying to show everyone, the fans, uh, the, the companies, that this is the type of person I am now. And that these matches, uh, it was just, it, for me, it was amazing. Um, especially because I got to meet Suzuki in Japan. You know, we bumped we uh, crossed paths a couple of times. Um, when I was with BJW, we did like a joint show with DDT and Suzuki was on that, you know, so I'd met a couple of times and then to come back and find out that like less than a month after being back, I'm, I'm stepping into the ring with not just one of the best like wrestlers of all time, like one of the greatest fighters, one of the greatest like combat martial artists of all time. You know, this guy is a legitimate killer, you know, go up and watch him versus the, the Shamrock brothers versus Baz Rutan. This guy's one of the most dangerous people that's ever stepped foot on the planet and to find and, and a Japanese legend. So to find out that um, to to find out that I'm going to be stepping in the ring with him like such a short time after I get back from Japan, it just made me feel like it was it was all paying off. Um, and yeah, to go 20 minutes with Minoru Suzuki in the main event of Rev Pro, like you can't go any better than that. Like, listen, maybe I didn't win the match, but I'll tell you what, I sure as hell felt like a winner that night. Um, 
And it, yeah, it was it was everything I hoped it could be. You know, I wanted to go in there and I wanted to show Suzuki that I wasn't a pushover. I wanted to show him that he's not going to push me around, and I and I think I did that. You know, I think I earned his respect. You know, he still kicked me in the face uh, at the end, but I feel like that's as much respect you're going to get out of him. Um, mm. So so for me, I got everything I wanted out of the match, and to be able to step in there with a legend like that, um, you know, especially at the age he is now, right? I believe he's fifty five. Um, I don't, you know, he's not going to be around forever. So to get a match like that now means even more because you don't know how many opportunities people are going to have to get these matches. Um, so to be able to say that I got to wrestle Minoru Suzuki is something I'll I'll remember forever. And it's not a match that I'm going to forget. Uh, and I guess I had the time of my life in there and I hope the fans did too. Yeah, keeping in line with kind of just Japan and uh, someone who you've had a very, who, someone who in retrospect you do have a s- similar enough uh, career path to so far, uh, Mr. Will Ospreay is finishing up his dates outside. He Obviously, he finished up in Japan uh, recently, that incredible uh, cage match for New Japan. And he obviously is now going to finish up in the UK with Mike Loku on Sunday. And uh, just as someone who has kind of done a similar kind of career path, starting off in the UK, making your name there, going to Japan, making a home there for yourself, and now coming back to Britain, kind of just, what what are your thoughts on Will Ospreay leaving the scene? And do you think that's going to be an opportunity for more names to step up to fill that gap? Yeah, well, I think um, I, any anyone who's anyone in wrestling is going to agree that no one deserves this more than Will Ospreay. Um, you know, like the what he's he's given his life to this sport, and um, a lot of like a lot of people don't know, like fans, like like why would they know? But he's helped so many so many people along the way, um, so many people that he didn't have to help, um, and he's brought so many people up around him. And I feel like Will Osprey is now leaving the British scene in such a better place than it was, uh, you know, five years ago post COVID, um, and it's because you know he's been he's been stepping in there with with. With with these guys, you know, all these guys in Rev Pro, he's stepping in there with guys like me and and Oku and and Luke Jacobs, and he's he's stepping in there with these people and he's elevating them because every time you know he says it in his theme song, man, <laughs> every time you step in the ring with Will Osprey, you're, you're elevating, you know, you're going to that next level. Uh, and as a professional wrestler, that's what it's all about is getting to that next level. And every time Will Osprey wrestles someone, he brings them up to his level as well. Um, and I think that's what he's going to be remembered for, man. Is 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 not just not just bringing himself up, but bringing everyone else up around him. Um, and uh, yeah, no one, no one deserves it more. And everyone over here is so excited to see what he's going to do in AW. Well, everyone already knows, uh, you know, what he's, he's going to show everyone. Um, but yeah, I think now now he's leaving. There, there definitely is that spot, right? He's He's been the ace for however long. Um, and there definitely is that spot. And I think a lot of people are going to be coming for it. And um, I think it's a really exciting time for professional wrestling. But yeah, I, I think... Him, him leaving, um, he's, he's done everything he could. And, and I think for him, that was one of the things that he wanted to make sure of uh, before he left, right? Bef- before he left, before he went to America, before he goes to AW, he wanted to make sure that he'd done everything he could to make sure that British, re- British wrestling uh, was in the best possible position it could be when he leaves. And I think that's what he's done. And I think that's what he's doing. You know, this, this Sunday, what way to finish, right? Close the, uh, close the trilogy with Michael Oku. Um, I, I know it's going to be an absolutely ridiculous match. Um, and I know people, it's going to be emotional. You know, people are going to be sad to see him go. But uh, yeah, I'm so grateful for everything he's done for British wrestling. No one deserves it more. And now he's going, yeah, it's going to be an interesting time because everyone's going to be coming for that spot. Um, and everyone's hungry. And I, I can't wait to see uh, what happens in British wrestling. 
just uh, we're going to flow back over to OTT here just for a little bit as well. Um, just back again to what I said about uh, Alex and what you said about his promo work and so on and so forth. OTT does have a lot of young stars coming through now, like as I've said, as I said earlier with Jay and so on and so forth. Um, is that something that you look forward to now that you're back, stepping in there with the younger lads, kind of like uh, obviously just not ele- well elevating them to your level as well and just giving them the matches that they really do need at this stage in their career. Is that something that does interest you with the OTT scene, especially now? Yeah, I, absolutely, man. Like I said, like it, it's crazy how much the landscape in OTT has changed just in the six months since I've been gone. Because in the like last time I was here, I felt like I was in their position, right? These new guys coming through. I felt like I was trying to make a name for myself in OTT. You know, I was trying to, to make a name for myself in Irish wrestling. And I was trying to get these big matches, you know, and I was wrestling these guys that were elevating me, um, you know, wrestling guys like Trent Seven, guys like Charlie Sterling, you know, Terry Thatcher, these um, the, the, these people who are like bringing me up to their level. And uh, now I feel like a year down the line, I'm just back from Japan. I feel like now I can be in that position where, you know, I can step in with these young guys coming through, you know, like Alex Grayson, like Kian Noonan, right? These guys coming through and I can uh, step into the ring with them and hopefully try and bring them up to my level as well. Um and it's definitely something that I'm excited for because there's so much new talent in OTT. There's so much new guys that I haven't worked with. Um, and there's so, so many guys that I think uh, I'd have great matches with that the fans would enjoy. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to, uh, I'm not here to make people happy, man. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm back in OTT because I've got unfinished business. I'm back in OTT because it, it's one of the places that I love. Um, and I've got a lot of things I want to accomplish this year. And I'm not going to let anyone get in the way. And uh, just one last question. Um, it's something that's kind of it's it's kind of a polarizing opinion in the scene of the eventual uh, debut of NXT Europe. I've talked to a couple of uh, stars on the scene about it. Sammy D, for example, was saying that it would be a goal of, goal of his to get to NXT Europe. And I'm just wondering, what's your opinion of NXT Europe? Is that obviously it's been pushed back a little, but it's still expected to come? Is that something that's on your radar? Is that something that you would be interested in if WWE came calling? Or are you ha- happy where you are at the moment? Uh, I I feel like for now, um, for me personally, I've definitely got some unfinished business in Japan. Um, you know, I love. I, I think I'm going to be sticking around in in Europe and the UK uh, this year because, uh, like I said, I've got a lot of unfinished business in OTT as well. Uh, I've never wrestled at the stadium. Uh, you know, last year I I had to miss out on Scrapper Mania because I was in Canada, and then I had to re- miss out on uh, anniversary show because I was in. Um, because I was in Japan. So I never got to wrestle at the stadium and I never got to wrestle for an OTT championship, although I came very close. So I've got a lot of unfinished business in OTT, a lot of unfinished business in Rev Pro that uh, I'm going to be focusing on this year. But I've also got a lot of unfinished business in Japan. So so for me, uh, that's I'm that's still sort of on my mind at the moment. Um, definitely going back to Japan and, and finishing what I started there. Um, but for, like I'd I'd be lying if I if I didn't say that like my my dream is to go to WWE. You know that's I watched WWE since I was five years old. You know watching Rey Mysterio and John Cena made me fall in love with wrestling. So yeah, I'd, I'd be lying if I wasn't saying that my my goal is to eventually wrestle uh, for WWE. But just at at the moment, you know, my mind's very still. Uh, my mind's very still much in Japan. Um, yeah, I've still got a lot of things that I want to accomplish over there. Um, I've, I've I've still got a lot of things I want to do, and it's definitely somewhere that I want to I want to go back to. Uh, I'm only 26, um, you know. I've got I've got plenty of time, so I think this until I'm like 30, for example, you know, that really Japan's going to be what I'm uh, what I'm trying to do. 
Um, so, so, but like I said, for sure, yeah, it's a hundred percent something I'm interested in, um, and not just interested in doing, interested in seeing as well. You know, I think it's going to be super exciting to see, um, you know, if and when it does come around, to see the guys they're going to be using, you know, um, to see who's going to step up, uh, to see like what the live show system's like. Right? Are they going to be running all around Europe? Um, I don't know, but I know, I know that there's a lot of great companies in uh, the UK and Europe, which have great fan bases. And uh, I don't think that's changing. You know, I think I think we're in a great spot where, you know, we went through some tough times in European wrestling, like, you know, post-COVID, um, uh, you know, but I feel like now it's, it's in such a better position um, because of the guys stepping up, um, because of guys giving everything they have to this business. And uh, I think whether or not NXT Europe comes um anytime soon or not i think that all these companies like ott and rev pro and wxw they're in a good position they've got great they've got great fan bases they've got great great wrestlers and i don't think that's going to change so i think it's an, an exciting time and it's definitely something you know i've got on my radar and something that i'm looking at for the future but at the moment yeah my priorities align with uh with the european scene with ott with rev pro and then getting back to japan as well all right, that will be all that we do have time for today, Lay. An absolute pleasure to talk to you today. A lot of uh, very interesting insight into the scene as ever. And um, just before we do uh, get going, um, do you, what do you, what have you got coming up? What do you want to promote? Because obviously you do have Sheriff Street at the weekend, but what comes after that for you? Yeah, man. So I've got I've got Sheriff Street on the weekend. Um, you know, I'm I'm back in Soul Pro the Sunday after that. I'm going to be back in Rev Pro very soon as well. So, you know, everything, everything's going well for me, man. You know, if, if you're in the UK, if you're in Ireland, you can see me at a show near you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be everywhere this year. Um, but for me, like I said, I've, I've got a lot of unfinished business. So that's what's next for me. Um, you know, OTT, you know, I need to wrestle the stadium and I need to challenge for championship gold as well. So, you know, that's, that's what you can see me doing. Like, that's what I'm going to be doing in Ireland. I'm coming over. I'm going to be making that happen. You know, in the UK, I'm, I need to come world heavyweight champion again right i've already I, I challenged for the the bjw world heavyweight championship at the start of the year i came inches away but i didn't quite get it so becoming a world champion again this year that's what i'm going to be trying to be doing but yeah just just keep your eyes peeled man you can follow me on social media you know at Leighton buzzard instagram twitter um and I, you know I'm, I'm going to be everywhere and anywhere um but uh I'm, I'm happy to be back it's great to be back in the uk it's great to be back in europe um and it's great to have the, re- the reception i've got from the fans so far um so yeah keep your eyes peeled and you can you can you can see me at a show near you all right guys that's going to be all uh, for this interview if you are new to fight for love rook make sure to hit that like button and subscribe uh, for more interviews coming soon and i will see you all next time